What's going on, Vibers? It's your boy, Kai, your fellow introverted movie buff. I'm not sure if any of you knew that I was obsessed with movies, but I love movies. And this past Saturday, I ventured solo to the movie theater for the latest Christopher Nolan masterpiece, Oppenheimer. Um, You know, as as I do here at The Vibe with Kai, I'm not just going to talk about the film critique. We're going to delve deeper into the themes of the film and how it relates to our mental health journey and hopefully finding empathy in the midst of all of this. So with that said, let's review Oppenheimer on this episode of the Vibe with Kai podcast. As many of you know, my uh, I was diagnosed with, with ADHD. So like long movies can be a real, real challenge. And, and Oppenheimer, it's a three hour movie. And so going into it, I was frightened. I was like, how the heck am I going to be able to sit through a three-hour movie? Usually when I'm at home, I'm able to, you know, get up and move around. But I'm going to be stuck in in a movie for three hours. I had a similar, um, you know, thought process when I was going to see Mission Impossible. Because I think that was like two hours and 45 minutes. This one's three hours. I'm like, oh, man, there's no action. (laughs) There's no action in this. I'm going to do it. Uh, But guess what? I made it through the whole movie with no problem. And I I realized that I think that we can surprise ourselves sometimes. You know, my my capacity is not limited by my diagnosis. And I I feel it's it's weird, but I, I feel like I feel like proud. I feel proud that I made it all the way through. So if you're somebody that is diagnosed with ADHD, you know, going into it, just know it is a three-hour movie, so it might be a little bit difficult, but I made it through, so hopefully you can make it through as well. So with that said, let's talk about the film a little bit. Uh, Christopher Nolan, man, Oppenheimer, is it's a triumph. I, I really enjoyed myself watching this movie. Christopher Nolan's uh, storytelling, along with the amazing performances by the cast, specifically... Uh, I don't know if it's Cillian Murphy or Killian Murphy. I'm not sure which one. But his performance was just insane. And it gave us an intimate look at the life of J. Robert Oppenheimer. It's it was really good. And I also want to I want to give a shout out to Emily Blunt as well, who I don't feel like is getting enough flowers for her uh, for her portrayal of, of as Oppenheimer's wife. I can't, I'm sorry, I can't remember her name offhand, but she was brilliant. She was so good. I, I honestly, I didn't even know she was in the movie until she popped up on the screen. I was like, oh my God. And just like any other Christopher Nolan movie, there are so many people that you'll probably recognize. Um, oh, and another shout out, Robert Downey Jr. Oh my goodness. I I was like, like partway through it, I was like, okay, people are giving him some like Oscar buzz, but I don't know, I don't know why. Like he was doing fine, but I was like, why? But then as the movie progressed on and on, I was like, oh, I see. And then finally, when 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 you see the completion of Robert Downey Jr.'s arc in the movie, you realize, oh, wow, okay, I get it now. It's, and it's and it comes as a surprise, especially you know I I, didn't, I coming into it I didn't know anything about any of these people like I knew I knew about the Manhattan Project and I knew about um, J Robert Oppenheimer but I didn't know about some of the players that surrounded him and and Robert Downey Jr. did amazing in in this in this movie um, 
and w- just like any other Christopher Nolan movie, there's tons of people that you recognize, including uh, Rami Malek is in the movie. And he's in it for maybe like, I'm not lying, two minutes. And so the first time you see him, he doesn't, he doesn't say a word. Then you see him again, you know, an hour or so later, he doesn't say a word. And, and, and it's like, he's just there while other characters are talking and he's like, he's on the screen and, and he's kind of treated as if he's an, uh, an, an, an extra in the movie, like a bumbling extra in the movie. But then at the end, you see how that character comes into play and you're like, oh, okay, now I see why they got Rami Malek to be in this movie. Because I'm like, why is Oscar winner Rami Malek just like playing some background actor in this movie? And now we know why. Like when you watch it, you're like, okay, I get it now. I get it. <laughs> um, but so many amazing performances in it. Um, and, and, and I want to talk about J. Robert Oppenheimer's mental health because in in uh Cillian Murphy's performance we witness a man that is just tortured by his own creation you know of the atomic bomb and we get to see the mental toll that it takes on on Oppenheimer and and it, it really watching it it really underscores the importance of mental health and and self-care in times of intense stress uh and it's a, it's a really honestly as i was watching it i'm like oh this is a timely reminder for all of us for, for everybody here. I do have a gripe with the movie, though. I do have one specific gripe. There's this unseen narrative that I was reading up about after the fact, right? Because I, as I was watching the movie, I'm like, what about the, you know, everybody knows that the atomic bomb went off, but, like, where did it go off? Like, wh- like what was this? It was. I'm thinking it was just in the middle of the desert, so it didn't affect anybody, but it actually did. It affected a lot of people, and... Um, the movie doesn't really touch upon that. I would say that's my biggest gripe. I was a little disappointed uh, after the fact because it, it missed the narrative of the residents of Southern New Mexico, whose lives were just irrevocably uh, uh, impacted by these nuclear tests. Um, their struggle and the generational trauma inflicted by these tests that's still going on to this day, it reminds us of the importance of acknowledging all aspects of a story, especially for those that are often overlooked and erased. So I really encourage you to go online. Um, if you do see the movie, go online. I mean, even if you don't, go online and read about the, the the residents of Southern New Mexico and how this nuclear test um, affected their lives, not just then, but even today. You know, it's it's still very relevant today for those for those residents. I would, I would really encourage to, to check that out. Also, the movie doesn't uh, give any per- perspectives from um, the Japanese viewpoint, you know, where, where the atomic bombs were actually dropped. Um, and I wish we got a little more about that. Um, because that was that I feel like that's, that's just as important. You know, uh, I do understand, though, that, you know, the, the movie was written from Oppenheimer's perspective. So, like, I get it. I, I get, I guess, narratively why he, it's not touched upon, but it's still like a little disappointing because you want to get you you really want to get every aspect of the story there, and I'm I'm, I'm sad that it, that it wasn't really touched upon there. But overall, I think one of the reasons why this movie um, has been popped up on everybody's brain uh, is because it, it 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 came out the same day as the Barbie movie. The Barbie movie came out. 
Um, and I, I can't wait to see it. I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to see it at some point this week. Um, but there's been a lot of big buildup because the Oppenheimer and Barbie came out on the same day. So they, they nicknamed it uh, Barbenheimer. <laughs> they nicknamed it Barbenheimer because those, those movies couldn't be any different, but they came out on the same day and it seemed like it could be for two different audiences. But we're finding out that there's a lot of people that just have a general interest in seeing both of those movies. And I'm a huge Margot Robbie fan. So I'm going to go see it later this week. I'm going to complete my Barbenheimer uh, journey. <laughs> uh, I think that it's going to be a, a good palate cleanser, you know, from the epic film that is Oppenheimer for sure. And I, I'm hearing good reviews about Barbie um, as well. So I can't wait to to watch that and, and you know, uh, record a podcast, giving my thoughts on that one as well, because, I mean, it's getting really good reviews. So I, I want to see what the what the hype is all about. And all that. I didn't play with Barbies as I was young when I was younger, but I, I understand the cultural impact that Barbie has had on you know our lives especially especially here in america so I'm, I'm interested to see what they did with that and there's like the cast is amazing so we can't we can't really go wrong with that but anyway so if you're diagnosed with with adhd um you're probably wondering is oppenheimer suitable for people with adhd yes i mentioned this before yes it's long um but honestly the gripping storytelling and the engaging visuals and the acting all of that stuff it, it really keeps it really does a really good job of keeping you um, keeping your attention throughout the entire movie. Um, how does the film relate to mental health? Well, like, as I said before, it explores uh, Oppenheimer's mental state during the creation of the atomic bomb. And it, it really, really does make you think about the mental health of yourself and, and, and the importance of it and how we just handle ourselves in those situations. Uh, and should you watch Oppenheimer? I couldn't recommend it enough. It is a brilliantly crafted film by a masterful director with themes and lessons that truly in my opinion resonate with all of our lives so go see it uh and let me know what you think shoot me a message on instagram or shoot me an email let me know what you think of the movie uh, I'm, I'm really really curious because uh i want to know if i'm the only person that felt this way <laughs> i don't think i am i think a lot of people enjoyed it but i, I really want to know your thoughts so uh vibers listen uh overall just remember you're not you're not alone in your mental health journey you know oppenheimer it reminds us I think of our resilience, our empathy, and honestly, our shared human experience. Um, I hope this review not only encourage you, encourages you to, to watch the movie, but I hope it also sparks discussions about mental health. I think that's really important. So hopefully that does. So with that said, my friends, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Vibe with Kai podcast. Remember, if you or someone you know, if, if, if you're if you or someone you know are, are in crisis, please don't hesitate to reach out to the Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK. That is 1-800-273-8255. And in case of an emergency, dial 911 immediately. Please remember you are never alone and help is always available. With that said, my friends, thank you so much again for listening. It's your boy, Kai. Have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you later. Keep vibing. Bye.